Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have another great guest on. And we're going to talk about this business, To You Laundry, and what that journey's been like. And the interesting thing about this is when you're in a business that is consumer facing, you know, the, the level of innovation that you go through, the challenges that you face when you're consumer facing are a bit different from your B2Bs or I guess you say your, your, your SaaS models that are more focused on other businesses. So I'm very interested to talk to Dan DeQuisto and to hear his story, to hear about what's going on with Tulu, To You Laundry. So welcome to the show, Dan. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, before we jump into to, to you, Laundry, tell us a little bit about, you know, your background before starting the business. Yeah, yeah. So uh, pretty uh, uh, sort of different background. Uh, I like to compliment myself with uh, my business partner and co-founder, Alex Merzniak. So uh, we always tell the story. Him and I grew up together. We're, we've been best friends for 20 years. Uh, uh, we remained close, uh, through our childhood days and we always knew we wanted to get into business together. And, and, uh, once we graduated high school, we both kind of went down separate paths. My path, uh, I stayed up in, uh, Minnesota where we grew up, went to the university of Minnesota. Uh, and, uh, after that, I jumped right into a hyper growth, uh, uh, phase startup, uh, in a SA- in the SaaS world, uh, for youth sports called sport engine. Uh, I was acquired by NBC Sports a couple of years ago. Uh, I was working in sales and marketing uh, for about a year and a half at that business. Uh, simultaneously, my co-founder, uh, Alex, who I started To You Laundry with, uh, was uh, working as a financial consultant for Ernst & Young here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, and then we joined forces uh, after uh, being at our uh, big boy jobs for about a year. Uh, and uh, we were sort of complacent. We always, uh, as I mentioned, we always knew we wanted to get into business together. So uh, we joined forces back in 2015 to uh, go on the path uh, to build what's now become uh, To You Laundry. And um, uh, how we got sort of into laundry was uh, by way of Alex's uh, success story. He started a, a similar concept catered to college students at Wake Forest University. Uh, and, uh, we always wanted to get back, uh, into the laundry space. And, and so we wanted to bring it mainstream, uh, to the mass, uh, public here in Charlotte and, uh, with aspirations to, to become a nationally known and recognized business. Uh, and so we've been, we've been, uh, executing down that path, uh, for the last four or five years. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, that's interesting because, you know, when you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs about, you know, what they're focused on, like, you know, tech or fintech, and you don't hear as many people talking about like, you know, some of those very useful core things like laundry. So when you guys, I mean, other than, you know, looking at your business partners, like what he did, you know, Wake Forest, was there something about, you know, laundry that attracted you to like, hey, you know what, there's, there's, there's still a market here. Yeah. Yeah. So it was at the hype of when we started, it was at the hype of all of these, let's call them Uber for X models. Uh, Everything was getting Uberized, uh, whether it's car share, uh, food delivery, massages, dog walking, et cetera. Uh, But the the core of those businesses were about uh, convenience and saving people time. 
uh, and the, the workforce and busy professionals, uh, that sort of uh, landscape or market was growing considerably. Uh, people were moving to these uh, uh, secondary tertiary cities like the Charlottes of the world to get a better quality of life, uh, but they didn't really have access to these types of services. And we recognized that opportunity that uh, all of the major cities across the country, whether it's San Francisco, New York, LA, uh, you had access to these convenient services. And, and there was no reason uh, they, those, uh, those types of services couldn't thrive in, in these cities like Charlotte, North Carolina. And so uh, we recognized that opportunity um, that there was actually a different sort of customer base, the busy family with kids who, who uh, have such limited time. And they're the ones who not only can they afford type, these types of services, uh, but they seek these types of services uh, to really give them that time back. And, and so that's what we went, went down the path with. We wanted to provide uh, a tech enabled services, just how easy it was to get a house cleaner or a car or food delivered. Um, laundry uh, was, is one of those most hated household chores. Uh, it's one of the most time consuming. Um, and there was really no scalable tech forward solution to doing that. Uh, uh, and so uh, we wanted to bring that representation into the laundry space um, and really uh, focus on that customer experience and giving people time back uh, by way of outsourcing a, a recurring uh, time-consuming service. And so uh, that's really been the core of what 2U Laundry is. And um, uh, we really want to give back uh, time to the world uh, for the things that matter more and, and allow people to do uh, side hustles, uh, do that do-it-yourself project at home, uh, things uh, uh, that you wouldn't typically be able to do because your life is just so crazy and ongoing, especially in today's world. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I, I completely understand. I think now that since people are, you know, with COVID-19, a lot of people are staying home. I think they're starting to get reintroduced how long laundry actually takes them. <laughs> exactly. So when you guys, uh, you know, thought about, you know, this idea, what was that journey like of, you know, going from idea to actually let's build a business around this idea? What was that process like? Yeah, I mean that process. I I remember vividly that it was it was definitely the most exciting and the scariest uh, sort of uh, uh, point in in our relationship and in not only as as co-founders but also as a business. I mean that's really the roots of taking ideas, making that jump, quitting your job where you have uh, recurring income coming in. Uh, but we were, were 23 at the time when, when we started and um, neither of us were, were locked down with families or kids. And, and so we knew that uh, um, uh, the best thing you could do is jump, jump into the deep end and, and figure it out. And uh, we've always had that chip on our shoulder, uh, being underdogs, uh, especially building a company in a, a, a consumer facing company at that in a city like Charlotte that is dominated by uh, fintech and, and finance and um, other other uh, SaaS or business uh, B2B businesses. And, and so uh, what we did initially was uh, really surrounded ourselves uh, with uh, successful entrepreneurs and, and people who have built other uh, consumer facing businesses. And neither of us had a, that true background in, in building a company. Um, Alex had success at, at Wake Forest building a, a college-based business. But uh, uh, when you, when you jump into sort of, uh, uh, I guess a, a major city and, and bring it to a, a broader population, um, it, it's different. And, 
And there's so many different places on where to start. And I think that's the overwhelming part of it, especially if you've never done this before. Um, where do you start? Do you build a website? Do you, do you try and get customers? Uh, do you try and seek funding? Um, and so we really wanted to, uh, we brought that sort of tactical mindset to to our approach and, and really set out a plan that we executed on every single day uh, uh, with the main focus point being uh, uh tapping into the market, getting feedback on what we were actually bringing before we started building it uh, and uh, simultaneously surrounding ourselves with those uh, in a, uh, successful entrepreneurs in the space, uh, whether they've built companies before that helped us at least kind of start building and executing against that path of, of starting it chunk by chunk. Uh, and then ultimately that worked in our favor and we focused on the right things early on. We wanted to prove product market fit, um, getting our name out there, putting a, an MVP website up to, to start driving traffic to, to, to get feedback. And we leveraged uh, some, uh, the local community. And, and that's really what sparked us down the, the path of, of really being customer focused and, and leveraging uh, the people and experts around us to help us uh, ultimately just increase that chances of success. Uh, we knew we, we weren't egotistical. We, we were listeners. We, we were sponges. We like to call it. We talked with every single person, got their feedback and, and implemented and iterated uh, throughout. So that's always been sort of our mindset as we've grown and, and built the business. Nice, nice. Now, you know, as you go through that journey, I mean, what a lot of see a lot of people kind of struggle with is said that you mentioned MVPs is really having an MVP for focus versus a hey, it has to be perfect. Like, and it, we're not we're not releasing it unless it's perfect. How did you kind of work through that to get comfortable with the MVP perspective? Yeah, so I think because we didn't have a ton of experience, uh, we weren't sort of influenced by the fact that we needed this beautiful website or mobile app or or everything branding specific per- like perfectly. Um, we knew that there were a lot of tools out there to to spin up a landing page to get your logo created for for $50 on Upwork or Fiverr or what have you. Um, that's the route that we took knowing that before we were going to invest a significant amount of money uh, into the business or before we were going to go ask people for money. And, and that's like the, that the path in which a lot of uh, startups go down is uh, most uh, founders or, or, or startup uh, executives don't have the capital to put into the business up front. And so you either have to generate revenue early on um, or you have to prove out that there is a, a, a market here uh, and then go ask for capital from uh, investors. And, and before we were even comfortable doing that, we knew we wanted to get validation, um, which is why, again, we jumped into the deep end. We quit our jobs. We went all in on the business and we wanted to prove it out ourselves. So if, if we truly believed in it, uh, then other people would believe in it. And so we did just that. We were the ones who uh, worked on the website, getting it up and running, wrote the copy for the website. Uh, uh, built out the payment processor system and integrated all the technologies. And, and we did it at a scrappy mindset. I think that's one of the, the core things that if you run across people in Charlotte or in our investor network on, on how they look at Alex and I, um, we're scrappy hustlers that, that make things happen and we execute and, and uh, we're very resourceful. Um, and so we just kind of coupled all of those resources together, um, spent a little bit of money to make that happen and went to the market to start collecting customer feedback. And, and that's really where you started seeing things pick up and people are like, I'm interested in this. I want to sign up. Can we get started? 
and uh, uh, we we always live on the mindset of like fake it till you make it, and and we wanted to position ourselves as this professional company, um, and it's I think it is pretty easy to do that today with a lot of uh, affordable resources, uh, but then on the back end we just had to work that much uh, 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 more hard on on uh, making it happen and and really proving it, and at, at some point those sort of uh, the proof and validation and revenue kind of overlapped which was like the perfect pivotal point for us to then go raise capital and and start uh um, treating this like a real business and and growing and expanding and, and that's what we sort of executed on gotcha gotcha so what was that process like in like I said with the raising capital of you know getting ready to pitch the business or even get in touch with people that you could pitch the business to yeah, so I think getting in touch with those individuals is easier than ever nowadays. There's so many platforms in every city. Uh, North Carolina is an exciting uh, uh, size of a market that has high net worth individuals that are looking to diversify their portfolios. And and uh, we experienced that over the last five years. Uh, we've raised about $10.5 million to date uh, for 2U. And uh, the first tranche of that coming uh, about eight months after we started the business, we raised a $400,000 uh, sort of friends and family or seed round, as they call it. Um, and those were with individuals that actually weren't our friends or our family. It was with uh, high net worth individuals and, and small seed fund investor groups here uh, out of Charlotte and, and the Southeast. And, and so we tapped into a lot of the, the local um, networks, whether it was the Charlotte Angel Fund, Pitch Breakfast was actually probably one of the, the best sort of launch pads for us. Um, uh, I'm sure you've heard of it before, uh, but we got really integrated ourselves into the startup community here in Charlotte. And, and again, I think that's easy to find nowadays. Uh, especially with uh, a lot of other successful entrepreneurs giving back to the community, a lot of people wanting to be involved. A lot of the bank, big banks are starting to get involved. And so Charlotte is starting to become this really exciting hub. Uh, and we took advantage of that. We, um, it, it was difficult in the early days, especially because we were this consumer based business that was doing laundry uh, people hear that and they're like okay um let's see what happens here but uh we really uh professionalized it and and we're really focused on knowing our numbers and how having a plan to scale uh and that confidence um uh showed in a lot of those early conversations and and uh, it was really at that cusp or that sort of inflection point where startups were starting to become more widely known, uh, obviously across the country, but even in Charlotte, um, uh, there were some successful consumer facing startup startups uh, right at the time that we were, we were launching. And so we started gaining some traction. We won some local awards uh, that really helped kind of spread awareness. And, and ultimately we took every phone call. We talked to every person that we could. We reached out on LinkedIn. We cold emailed people. Um, and again, that was like that hustler mindset that that I think really uh, positioned us ourselves to accelerate, uh, especially on that funding and and professional network side of things, which um, the people are out there. Again, uh, I will highly recommend uh, those startup founders to get scrappy, um, reach out to other founders who have done it before. Uh, you have access to so much around you, especially here in Charlotte. And I'm really excited about where the Charlotte sort of startup hub is is growing towards. And there's just more and more people getting involved. And 
And that, that's really what makes Silicon Valley and, and New York what it is. Uh, it's the network. Um, so I'm really excited to not only be a part of the Charlotte community, uh, but hopefully have some impact there as, as the, the, the two laundry name has kind of grown. And, and we have done things like raised a decent amount of capital uh, across the board, but we've kept it a lot of it into the Southeast. And, and that's really what uh, I like seeing here uh, for our market. Awesome. Now you mentioned about, you know, like I said, the, the professional look of the, of the business. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of the, the branding side of it? Because I believe yeah. I've seen some of your, your branding material, like, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Yep. Yep. So consumer facing business, you want to be something that naturally is welcoming. It's catchy. Uh, the funniest part about it is if you saw our brand when Alex and I first started, you could tell that two people uh, or two guys did it uh, who have never built a brand before. It was literally two uh, different colors of blue. Uh, it was very dark. Uh, um, there wasn't a lot of storytelling with it. It was very cut and dry. Uh, and then um, as we uh, expanded our network, we talked to a lot of obviously branding and marketing professionals and really challenged us to kind of go about building the brand uh, a different way. Um, uh, about four months into the business, we so when we first started the business, we thought it would be people like ourselves. We thought it would be millennials in banking who just uh, want to outsource dry cleaning, maybe laundry here and there so they can spend more time at the breweries. Uh, and that was the case because we were targeting these high class, class A apartment communities throughout Charlotte, where a lot of these uh, Bank of America or Wells Fargo uh, investment bankers were working, I mean, living. Um, but uh, about four months into the business, we, uh, I remember uh, the phone call getting a, a mom actually called um, and she was almost in tears that uh, our business was, was, was a thing. She's like, you guys will literally pick up my dirty laundry from my front door clean it exactly how I want it and bring it back the very next day. Um, I'm in, I, I need, I need the bags now. Um, I'm going to tell all of my friends about this and that, wow. that exactly happened. And, and so we started catering to a different upper sort of class, high income demographic. It was busy families with kids, the, the demographic that we weren't. Um, and so we really needed to surround ourselves with those professionals and really dive into customer insights and mm -hmm. to help kind of shape the brand in a way. And that's, uh, that's where the pink and blue came in. So very friendly. Um, we, we really wanted uh, pink to differentiate ourselves. And, and a lot of the people that you talk to in the markets that we've uh, expanded into, um, they'll recognize us by way of the pink vans. Um, and so all of our, all of our vans, uh, that we have are bright pink branded, um, driving around, uh, the city of Charlotte and, and people recognize it. And, and that's kind of what we're known for now. So, uh, we've really positioned ourselves as that sort of family friendly, uh, clean, uh, um, educational, uh, uh, brand and aesthetic. And I think that's one of the biggest differentiators that we've had in the market, uh, to really attract, uh, the customers, uh, to our level. Awesome. Now, now that the customers and the, everyone is listening and watching are excited about what 2U Laundry is doing. So how do they get in touch with you guys to take advantage of your services? Yeah, pretty simple. So we have a, a mobile app or a website. Uh, it's 2 uh, 
you can uh, learn all about the service from there. Uh, but basically, it's, it's simple. Um, uh, sign up for our service. Uh, it's pickup, free pickup and delivery. Um, for those looking to outsource laundry, we have all different types of products and, and preferences to cater to uh, exactly how you do it at home. Uh, we also offer a dry cleaning pickup and delivery service that's very competitive and comparable to how you do it yourself, uh, going to a dry cleaner, except we'll pick it up and deliver it for free uh, within one business day. So uh, that's one of the things that we really position ourselves on is convenience. Um, affordability, uh, very comparable pricing um, uh, to uh, local competition, uh, but we make it quick and easy by way of our, our technology and, and mobile app. And so uh, sign up online. Uh, you can use promo code DAN20 uh, to get $20 off your first order. Uh, and uh, we'd love for anyone to experience it. And, and we're always looking for feedback. So uh, feel free to share um, and you can reach out directly to, uh, uh, to me uh, at dan at com. Uh, and share uh, the inner workings of, of how the experience went for you. So we're always excited for that. Awesome. And then can they find you guys on social media to see what you guys are up to and any latest updates? Absolutely. So uh, we post all the time on our blog, which is on our website, uh, LinkedIn, um, uh, Facebook and Instagram, which is at, at uh, to you laundry. Uh, and then we have some pretty exciting updates coming uh, for the business and, and launching a whole new uh, concept in the franchising space called Laundro Lab. Uh, you'll see some uh, some some announcements there across the local media outlets here and in, in the next couple of weeks on Charlotte Agenda and Charlotte Five, et cetera. So uh, look forward to that as well. The team behind Two Laundry is really excited about this new endeavor. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, one last question I always like to ask every guest that comes on is when you think about where you've been and you think about where you are now in your business, what's two lessons that you've learned that you would share with other business owners? Yeah. So the first one that I always share is uh, kind of twofold. It's, it's you got to jump into the deep, deep end and you have to persevere. You have to fight through it. Um, I've, I've found that uh, in talking with a lot of other entrepreneurs who have just dabbled their feet in or who are looking to get into entrepreneurship, uh, it either doesn't work out because they're not fully invested or they end up never doing it. And so uh, I think now is a better time than ever at all stages in life to jump into that deep end, uh, take a risk. Um, there's a lot of people and resources that you can surround yourself with. And, and that's exactly what we did. A lot of people want to help. There's been a lot of successful uh, uh, businesses in and around Charlotte. And, and there's a lot of uh, entrepreneurs who want to give back and, and they're out there and you can find them and, and surround yourself with those individuals to help you continue to persevere, help you make those decisions, um, uh, learn from the mistakes, et cetera. So perseverance and jumping into the deep end, 100%. This isn't, a, this isn't easy, uh, but nothing's, nothing's easy that's, uh, um, that's successful. So um, you got to work at it. Uh, number two, uh, I think sort of in that vein is um, you can't do this alone. You have to surround yourselves with other, with other people. Um, I, I, I high five or give a pat on the back to those sort of solo entrepreneurs. I don't know how they do it, um, uh, especially if they have family or kids. Uh, it, it's just, it's kind of bizarre to me. Um, and so I challenge everybody who is looking to get into business to find people, whether it's a co-founder, uh, a team member, an investor, a mentor, an advisor, um, there's all different ways to get people involved into your business. And, uh, I think everyone needs to do just that. You, you can't do this alone. 
um, or you'll go crazy. Uh, and so uh, surround yourselves with uh, like-minded people um, who believe in what you're doing and uh, uh, take advantage of that. Don't, don't be afraid to ask questions. So uh, it's all about the people in the network to help, help you personally and professionally um, uh, jump into that deep end and, and persevere through those tough times. Uh, Cause again, it's not easy, uh, but the challenge uh, for the right people is, is incredibly fun and rewarding at the end. Awesome. Well, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you on to hear your story and also to hear your insights. So again, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'm really excited about what you're doing. So I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.